Here's how to assess any conspiracy theory in seven easy steps. Welcome to Critical Thinking Skin, where you look at how you can think about any faith-challenging message and arrive at a biblical, logical conclusion yourself. I'm Patricia Engler, and today let's see how to apply the seven checks of critical thinking to conspiracy theories. First, check scripture. We can recognize some conspiracy theories as false right away by comparing them against the truth of God's Word. As episodes 36 to 37 discuss, by the way, this does not involve fallacious circular reasoning. For example, conspiracy theories which say that Jesus did not die on the cross but merely passed out oppose clear biblical teachings, also failing check to check the challenge. Incidentally, such conspiracy theories also contradict much historical data, as a linked article explains. Next comes check number three, check the source. Who's sharing the conspiracy theory and where are they getting their information? Conspiracy theories can sound more persuasive when they come from people who say they've done their research. The question though is, where did they do their research? What were their sources and their sources' sources? Does the information come from random internet users or from primary sources such as relevant experts and controlled studies? Keeping in mind, of course, that even experts can believe wrong ideas, make mistakes, and have biases, and studies can be misled by faulty research methods and so on. Information from studies, experts, and other primary sources can also be misinterpreted or misquoted, which is all the more reason to check the original information sources. For check number four, check the definitions. Remember that conspiracy theories aren't usually theories in the scientific sense. Rather, they're often unconfirmed conjectures and assumptions. For check number five, check the propaganda. You can ask why the conspiracy theory may seem persuasive. Often, conspiracy theories rely on the persuasive power of emotions relating to things like fear, suspicion, the hurt of betrayal, or the satisfaction of secret knowledge, rather than on logic. To catch other propaganda-based fallacies, we can use the critical thinking hack of asking, is this message true or false because? For example, is a conspiracy theory true because it might be true? Not necessarily. Saying so would involve a fallacy called the appeal to possibility, suggesting that a conspiracy could be the explanation for something, so it probably is the explanation. But remember, saying that something might have happened, might be happening, or may happen is not the same as establishing that it has happened, is happening, or will happen. On the other hand, a conspiracy theory is not necessarily false just because people may use bad arguments to defend it, because of the type of people who believe it, or because it may seem difficult or unpleasant to believe. Saying so would involve an ad logicum fallacy, a genetic fallacy, or appeal to incredulity fallacy, respectively. Similarly, a message is not necessarily false just because some people label it a conspiracy theory. Instead, evaluating whether a message is true or false requires considering the message's content itself. And that's where check number six, check the interpretations, comes in. Which parts of the conspiracy theory are observable facts, and which are interpretations or assumptions or speculations? For example, imagine that somebody tells you that Wi-Fi and other electronic signals cause harmful effects which the powers that be are exploiting to depopulate the planet. Well, what's fact in that message and what's conjecture? To find out, you may need to do a little careful research. 
You could search an online academic database, as episode 100 explains, and you could find peer-reviewed studies linking certain electronic signals to various health hazards. That's data worth being informed about, but it doesn't necessarily tell us that a conspiracy is unfolding. Without more data, the interpretation that controlling powers are intentionally using these signals to depopulate the planet is only a conjecture. Check number six also involves asking whether other facts are inconsistent with the conspiracy theory, and whether other explanations can explain the relevant facts just as well. For instance, someone might suggest that a metal cylinder recovered from the ocean came from a crash-landed alien spacecraft, when a much more straightforward and biblical explanation is that it came from any number of human-made devices. We'll look more at evaluating explanations in episodes 104 to 105. Finally, for check 7, check the logic, you can spot remaining errors like either-or fallacies or fallacious circular reasoning, which episodes 85 and 36 discuss. With these checks, you can make a careful, informed evaluation of any conspiracy theory. For more on how to think critically about faith-challenging messages, you can access my other CT scan videos packed with tactics, tips, and tools that helps me as a Christian student at Secular University. Thank you for watching.